Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone's having a wonderful, what is it? Is it Thursday? It's Thursday, Thursday yeah. You're, uh, you're unmuted now, yeah. Yeah, you're good to go. Uh, just making sure we got audio. Dude, I, uh, I got in a car, uh, a motorcycle accident on Saturday night. Uh, if you guys were following me on social media, you probably already saw this, um, but I, I took a tumble at about 35 to 40 miles an hour because my dumb dog got out and I went after her at 8.30 at night on my bike. Um, and uh, she ran right in front of me on a street that I didn't see her coming out of. And uh, I locked up all my brakes and I threw myself over the bike head first, basically, and uh, messed up my hip and uh, my ribs and my shoulder and slammed my head into the ground pretty good and got some road rash and hurt my knee and my toes broken. Um, so I got pretty beat up Saturday night and I've been bedridden. That's why we had to uh, not do the show on Monday. I haven't even had time to upload the audio from our last show yet because of that. Uh, I was actually going to do it okay. Saturday night. Um, so if you're hearing this on the audio, uh, that show will be uploaded tomorrow and then you guys will get this show the very next day. I thought about messaging you about that because I had a couple of friends that I uh, directed to the show and one of them was like, uh, your latest episode isn't on Spotify. And I was like, shit. Yeah, I got, I got really messed up, dude. And, and so, luck, the, the helmet saved my life, bro. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt the helmet saved my life. If you mm -hmm. see my helmet, it's, uh, it's, it's missing a couple layers on the side and the front uh, shattered my visor entirely. Um, thank God I put my helmet on to go after her because I would have been, I would have been pretty fucked up real bad if I, if I didn't have my helmet. It knocked me out. I mean, it was, I hit yeah. the ground pretty hard. I saw the white light and everything. So, yeah. um, I'm here. Mm -hmm. the The loser brigade can go cry about me not being dead. You know what I mean. And I, I did my due diligence with you to make sure that I didn't have to force you to go to the hospital because if my if I I was conversing back and forth with my mom when I was asking you a shitload of questions, and if she would have given me like you should go to the hospital, I would have fucking dragged your ass to the yeah. hospital. No, Julia. Julia was like, "Are you Julia?" Is like that almost as anti-hospital as I am. You know what I mean? Um. So so what happened was I wrecked. I got up and and was like, "Holy shit!" I just wrecked, and we were right outside my backyard because mm -hmm. our backyard doesn't have a fence, and it's on the main road that I turned onto and was and we're going down that road, um, and I wrecked, so it was right next to my backyard, and so I like stood up, I was like, "Fuck!" I wrecked. That hurt. My helmet was off. It came off somehow after mm -hmm. the contact, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but it was if you go look at my helmet now, the chin strap is still done. Like I, mm -hmm. it came off my head. That's how hard I hit. Um, and so I, my helmet was off. I, I immediately pulled my phone out and called Julia. And I was like, baby, I just got a really bad uh, wreck. I'm, I'm going to take the bike to the backyard. The bike started up. I moved the bike in my backyard. And then I walked around the block to find my dog. Mm. Got my dog back in the house. Um, and then I walked into the kitchen through the garage and literally just collapsed on the floor because I was in so much pain. My toe was mangled and my hip was all, so I, I had to limp. And then the, the, you know, all the adrenaline wore off and man, I was in pain. Um, and then, and you didn't take anything for it until Monday. No, I still haven't taken anything for it. You brought me ibuprofen and, and I, did, I still haven't taken it. What the hell? <laughs> I don't, hey, man, can you bring my ibuprofen so I cannot take it? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Um, my hip and side were hurting really bad, mm -hmm. and I was, a little, I was a little concerned that maybe there was some internal bleeding issues. And I was like, if, look, if I take Tylenol or ibuprofen and I have some bleeding issue inside, it's going to make it worse. So I was like, I'm not going to fucking take it until I absolutely have to. That was, my, that was always my goal. I'm not going to take it until I absolutely have to. And then I just got to a point where I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to sleep. So I went to sleep, and then I woke up, and I had to go to work the next morning. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? So I went to work on Tuesday morning. Yeah. And 
my boss was like, are you okay? Cause I, I took, it takes me, you know, it was taking me like, I don't know, five minutes to get up out of my, my desk chair. You know, um, it was, it was really, really bad. So, uh, I got really lucky though. I don't have, I don't have terrible road rash, just some on my knees and elbows because I, uh, it was cold that day and I was riding with a, with a motorcycle club and then went and hung out at one of their, their spots. And, um, I had bought a flannel to put on over my, over my hoodie and I was wearing jeans and all that stuff too. So when I went down, uh, it ripped a big hole in the flannel, but didn't get to my skin and my shoulder. My shoulder hurts really bad, but it didn't fuck me up too bad because the flannel and the hoodie, it put, ripped a hole through my flannel and the hoodie in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the spots that I do have road rash, there's no holes in my shirts or anything. So I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Um, but I got really lucky. I'm okay. I'm alive. Uh, I think I've been convinced to go back to playing golf instead of riding bikes for a while. Yeah. At least until I get the kids out of the house. We got six kids in the house and another one on the way. So um, we got to be we got to be really careful about me not leaving this earth uh, until then. <laughs> uh, and then I got a bunch of comments wishing me death. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I'm really glad that the loser brigade showed their true colors over me. Uh, not uh, not dying in a motorcycle accident. They definitely wanted me to. They definitely wanted me to to die, and I didn't. Um, but anyways, hey, we got a great show for you guys tonight. I just wanted to make that uh, known. That's why we d- didn't do the show on Monday. Um, and, uh, and that's why I'm a little sore and kind of lean forward right now because my back and shoulder still hurt and my, my hip is pretty fucked up still. But, um, let's get into some, some sponsors before we go too far. Uh, of course we've got toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on break the cycle where you can get all kinds of great, uh, hand-drawn graphic tees and hats and backpacks. And I think he's got leggings and all kinds of cool shit, really cool stuff, man. You guys know it. It's the whole aesthetic for my show. It's all my logos. Everything is there. Um, and you can get it all for 10% off by using BTC at checkout. Uh, Top is actually at uh, Skankfest right now. He was on his way flying there today. That's why it took him so long to get the thumb up to us for Dickie. Uh, plus, Dickie wanted like a special thumbnail because it's Dickie. You know what I mean? He had to have, he had to have his own special shit. Yeah. Um, but, but so, so, uh, it's, it, you know, he's having fun at Skankfest and, and I'm excited for him. I hope if you're at Skankfest this, this weekend, uh, please go hang out with Top because he's one of the coolest guys I know. Of course, you can get all of his new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 30% discount if you join the Patreon or subscribe star for my show. Um, and so if you're like 5 or $10 a month, um, you can get Top's new gear uh, and it'll save you, save you money and you'll be able to support us both. So go check him out if you get a chance. And of course, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Uh, they help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. They serve clients all over, but currently in New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Illinois, Ohio, Indiana, and their client list is growing, including a couple people from the show uh, have signed up to have them help them with businesses and I know that they're very happy with their services. Um, Their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. Definitely go check them out, man. Uh, I I promise you they're great people. They're going to help you uh, grow a business and and be ready for whatever comes your way because you know if you're starting a business, there's a lot of things that can come up, man, that can really mess with you. And uh, so it's, it's, it's good to check it out uh, and see what they can do for you today, man. Definitely. I'm looking for some other things here. I'm hurting, buddy. Yeah. But I'm hurting. Uh, it's been rough, dude. I don't know. I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how to put it into perspective for people that are watching, but it's, uh, it's been rough. And of course, Colwell Creative Content, also executive producer of the show, Uh, They specialize in things like SEO to help your site rank well on Google or other search engines, website design, optimized website content writing, 
optimized blog posts, copywriting, social media content management, newsletter writing and design, ghostwriting and editing services, resume and cover letter uh, writing. And they'll work with all kinds of clients, including real estate, addiction treatment, mental health, healthcare, banking and payment processing, but not the Federal Reserve no. or the CIA podcast. Yeah. Um, and they've worked with just about every industry, even libertarian political candidates and influencers, such as my good friend and mentor, Larry Sharp, who's amazing. If he, if he's, if they're good enough for Larry Sharp, they're good enough for you. I promise the guy trains CEOs, dude, that's his whole thing. He trains people that are going to go into billion dollar markets and, and, and control those assets. So, uh, they're great people. I definitely go check them out. They've been in business since 2012 and they've worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients. So please go check them out today. Uh, see what they can do. Help them help you get in front of your target audience, man. That's what they're, that's what they're for. They're going to help you. They're going to help me get in front of my target audience. And we're going to help them get in front of their target audience. It's, you know, scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. You know, good people. Good people. Um, man, I'm beat up, guys. I love you guys, though, man. Thanks for being here. Sorry we, we missed out on you on, on, on Monday. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. I'm very excited. A uh, good friend of mine who has never been on my show and should have been on my show quite a long time ago. I'm sure that that's the case. Um, he's, he's an amazing dude. He is, uh, I believe, at this point, just the producer um, and propagandist for Tower Power Hour, which, uh, you, you know, if you've listened to my show for a while, you know that I, I honeypotted them into starting that show. <laughs> I like, yeah, let's totally do it. We're going to do it. And then I finally went on on episode eight and then like another episode, like 14, and I haven't been on one since. Um, but he is Mr. Dickie Walnut, sir. How are you doing tonight? I am good, man. I'm uh, glad to hear you're doing okay. And uh, glad to hear that I didn't have to be the faggot to make you get off your bike, dude. Like you're doing it on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> no, yeah, that was, it, all, it, no. Was, it was Julia that was finally convinced me. So Julia was very mad at me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. No, no. Like very mad at me. Like, like I'm not even going to take care of you mad at you because I told you not to get a bike. And, and, and she's like, you got six kids. You can't be riding a motorcycle. And I was like, look, we don't have enough room in the minivan for everybody anymore. There's too much, you know, and I, I hate waking the baby up in the morning because we share a minivan, right? And I, I hate waking the baby up in the morning to go to fucking work and all that shit. And so it's like, I'll just buy a bike. It was like the beginning of summer. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was like spring. And I was like, I'm going to buy a, a motorcycle and then I'll just ride the motorcycle to work. And that way, you know, it'll be nice for me. It'll be fun. And you guys don't have to get, get up. And I can, you know, if you guys are going somewhere, I can meet you on the bike and we don't got to worry about it. Anymore. And so I was fine for months. I actually bought a bike. A cheap bike, yeah. And it sold that bike to buy, to upgrade to another bike, and got a really nice cruiser. And then I wrecked the fucking really nice cruiser. Of course, the cruiser's fine. Only thing that happened to it is the uh, the the crash bars on the side are scratched up, and one side view mirror. It saved the whole the whole bike is saved, dude. Uh, we got really lucky. So, uh, but brother, how you been, man? What have you been up to? Uh, you got anything in the works? What's Tower Power going on? Uh, you, I heard you're getting married at some point. Is or no, you're having a baby. That's what it is. You're already married. Yeah, yeah, I've been married for uh, two years, but yeah, we have a son on the way, so uh, very glad it's a boy. I was actually um, originally hoping for a girl first. I don't know if I don't know if this is true, but I assumed that um, an older an older sister takes more responsibility if I have a, another sibling later on. Um, but yeah, that's what we got going on, man. I've been honestly slacking with Tower Gang. Um, there's probably a reason you've been on more times than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it if it's not technology issues, it's the fact that I haven't made enough videos for them, but, um, I got some things in the works I'm working on right now. So you've made some um, great video, some great fucking videos though, dude. And, and I gotta give it, I gotta give it up before I even knew who Dickie was as a human. I only knew him as a, as a Twitter uh, guy. I was yeah. like, I, I, he was, he had made a really funny video that I enjoyed. And this was around mm -hmm. the time when I was going to bring on John Hudak. 
um, and then kick John Hudak off and then bring on Tower Power Hour, right, instead, because I didn't actually want to have, uh, I didn't want to have John Hudak on the show. I just wanted to make him think I was going to bring him on and then kick him off on air because he's a piece of shit. Um, and I reached out to Dickie. I'm like, yo, Dickie, I saw your video you made. Uh, it was pretty dope. I like that. Hey, can you give me your phone number? Like some right. random dude on Twitter is like, yo, <laughs> can I get your phone number so I can call you? I got something I need to talk to you about. So I called him. I'm like, dude, we got to make this video. I got this idea, right? Where, you know, it's like all of a sudden there's lightning and thunder and it starts playing the fucking, the, the, the Undertaker theme <laughs> song and shit. And, that, and, it, and then it's like flashes of tower power hours like mm -hmm. best lines you know and then all of a sudden they pop up on the screen and we're call him a loser and a, and a fag and all that shit and kick him off and uh and that's what he did for me and we ended up having a really funny show actually that show was really watched and there was a lot of people that were mad at me about that oh you can't even have like a, a good discourse with john hudak i was like dude john hudak used to be my friend literally used to be my very good friend um, and now he goes around and calls me a Nazi sympathizer and has an entire group of people who follow him that that like talk shit about my family and call me a deadbeat dad. And it's like, no, dude, I'm not going to I'm not going to fucking bring that guy on and have civil discussion with him. Fuck him. You know what I mean? You seem to have a lot of former friends. No, 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 no. That was I was about different. to say that, man. Uh, Hudak <laughs> fucking uh Kokesh, who else? Yeah, well, Kokesh, Kokesh went off the deep end, dude. Yeah. We, we've talked about him enough. Yeah. Like the last three shows, we talked about him. Oh, really? Uh, there's, yeah. there's been like one or two others that, that were former friends that you've talked about on the show, but I, I don't remember them. But no one was as bad as Hudak because Hudak and I were close. Like I've stayed at Hudak's apartment and shit. And well, I guess Kokesh was pretty bad too. I've spent a lot of time with Kokesh and. Um, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be fucking friends with pieces of shit like that. Oh, uh, Tyler Broughton asked if I was still friends with the English guy that makes great videos. Yeah. That's James Smith. That's my, my English brother. Uh, and we were going to do that, um, documentary together called living in Liberty. Um, and right when we started getting together to put this thing out, uh, is when they started doing the history of violence documentary, which was kind of on par with what we wanted to do. And so we just stepped back cause there were so many people involved in that. My friend, John Marshall, um, or Vinnie Marshall, uh, 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 Pete Quinones, Dave Smith, Tom Woods. I mean, they had like all these people involved in it. Um, great people. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking step on their toes. So, um, that's something that's still, uh, something that I want to do is the, the actual documentary movie. Um, and now I know how to do video editing a lot better. Something mm -hmm. that I might work on and see if James still wants to work on it. So it may, it may still be in the works. Um, uh, also what's up, Josh, Joshua Smith. Uh, it's my, it's my, uh, 69th, thousand four hundred and twentieth kid joshua smith he says this is an inverse allowance thanks buddy i appreciate it. he said he's been a uh, he's been a member for two months i really appreciate it uh dude so we got to talk about kanye west what do you think dickie you th listen holy shit listen this is how we're starting the show kanye is a genius and he is the oddest you, of a generation <laughs> are you sure you want me to to start off on a topic that involves <laughs> god's chosen people <laughs> Are you sure? Dude, it, we, the, it's not God's chosen people, buddy. It's, uh, it's the global elite, okay? You have to say the global elite on, on YouTube. Um, no, here's the thing, dude. You know, that I, you know that I'm half Israeli, but I obviously have my own gripes with Israel. We know that, and Zion, and Zionists really? in general. Really? Hadn't heard. Yeah, I've been yeah, a little... You've I've never little, mentioned it I've been before. a little open about it. I think, uh, you know, the fact that we send them... We, we only claim that we send them $3 billion a year, but we've been doing this for decades. Um is is a farce i think that they control a lot of what we do in the middle east which is really bad i think a lot of what the wars that we fought the never ending wars are due to you know our ally israel um asking us to do those things or being a part of those things or or even some you know 
uh, stuff with Hamas and, and all that. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty bad. So um, there's kind of like a conspiracy theory in the country, or not in the country, but in the world, that um, you know, the global elite are Jews. That's something that that's something that people, uh, you know, that's something that people talk about quite a bit. You know, the global sounds leader. pretty far fetched to me. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, that's <laughs> that's a that's a conspiracy theory. I want to make it clear we're on YouTube, of course. Um, that that's that that's you know how it is that the that the Jews have taken over media and uh, what else uh, the. The media uh, and the government, Hollywood, the government, the banking system, and, and which, which I think there's some truth to. Yeah, there, Hollywood and there, the banks. Like for sure. there is a disproportionate uh, rep, level of representation. Well, and, and, and when and when the when Jew, Jewish people, people of Jewish mm -hmm. faith, uh, especially the Ashkenazi Jews, started, um, you know, migrating to the states, that was what they got into was finance. Mm -hmm. uh, entertainment stuff like that so it would make sense that you know there there is a lot of jewish representation yeah in those areas it would make sense and then uh, Ash ashkenazi jews are the group of people with the highest iq and they, they oh buddy oh buddy are you, are you are you are you about to drop the bell curve on the show right now dude is that what you're doing uh i i was i was gonna say they had they're disproportionately representative of People that qualify as geniuses, right? Up there with so, Asians you, as well. I got called, is, dude. I got called. So I got called a white nationalist the other day. So Jer Jeremy Kaufman. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. wanted to talk with him about that tweet well, on Monday. We're, the makeup shows on Monday, so Jeremy yeah. Jeremy Kaufman will be on the show on Monday. Um, Jeremy Jeremy made a post saying, "Hey, look at these test scores. This proves without a doubt that there is IQ disparities between races, right?" And the top one was Asians. Top one, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you're a white nationalist. I can't believe you're buying into this. You Nazi, this and that and this and that. And I walked in there. I'm like, yeah, dude, because white nationalists totally want to tell everyone that Asians are smarter than them, <laughs> right? Like that's totally mm -hmm. something they want to do. And then somebody would like started making, like saying that um, uh, white people regularly claim, white nationalists regularly claim Asians as their own. And, no, and it, it's been like two years Look, since Asians were considered white people. <laughs> the, you, don't you got an Asian wife, Dickie? You can't be you hey, can't be white nationalist. I'm sorry. Look, man, our kid, our kid's IQ is going to be through the roof, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So 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 there's this conspiracy theory that mm -hmm. Jews control everything and and that we're all kind of like you know the the goyim or whatever you want to say is it, we're just being controlled by them. Okay. That's not I, nice to say. Spike calls us Gentiles. Gentiles. Yeah, it is really nice. And, and he does make really health, like really um, kind Sabbath memes for us every Saturday, which is nice. Yeah. You know. I don't know if you've noticed that, but he does he does wholesome Sabbath memes. Yeah, every I've, Saturday. I've seen that. Yeah, it, and he's a cool he's a great Jew. In fact, the first time I met Spike, I had been on Spike's show several times, which is a bl a blast. It used to be a blast. I don't know if he's still doing the show. I think, um, and uh, so we'd never met in person, but we talked a lot. And that he told me, you know, I like cream cheese and and smoked salmon and lox and all that shit. I'm like, dude, it's such such a Jewish thing. Okay, perfect. So we're gonna bring him some smoked salmon. So I brought mm -hmm. him smoked salmon the first time I met him, and he like ate it right out of the thing, right there at the spot. And I was <laughs> like, yes, dude. Um, but so so ye so Yeezy, uh, you know, who's who's some people might say crazy, some people might say genius. I, he's bipolar. Like there's a fine. This line. is known, and like a lot of people that walk that line of crazy and genius are bipolar. bipolar. Yeah, yeah. I'm also bipolar. 
Um, and, and that's something that I've been diagnosed with when I was uh, about 12, if you can believe that. That's when they decided to diagnose me with a bipolar disorder. Um, but he, he kind of, I don't even know that he, I don't even know that he really, did he even really say the conspiracy theory or did he just say, I'm going to DEFCON 4 on the Jews? I didn't pay too much attention to it, but he, I, it was something like, isn't it? Isn't it weird about this and this something Jews? Right. And that, that was about it. Well, and he, oh, he said, he said that the Jews created cancel culture. That's what it was. Yeah. That well, it, he, he asked who he created implied it. Yeah. He, he implied, implied it. So it was like one and, um, tweet about something, something, the Jews, and then the tweet who created cancel culture. What, what, what were you going to say, Dickie? Yeah. He, he, he implied it. So he asked who created cancel culture, by the way, after he said, an amazing tweet about he he mentioned the Jews and he's by the way I can't be anti-Semitic because we black people are the original Jews or something like right. that yeah he definitely <laughs> and he, then, um, he pulled out the we was Kangs thing for sure oh he did yeah we 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 was rabbis and, uh, <laughs> yeah and then then he said who invented cancel culture and, and of course um, a lot of the top comments that I saw were like boomer cons that sent for Israel and they were like oh the liberals invented it right it's it's them and then. The rest of it was the, uh, the hit dog that's going to holler. And they were all, no, 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 you know, shut them down. So, yeah, you got to shut down for sure. Shut so, down. Well, and so, so, you know, the best way to prove that that's not the case, right? The best way for, you know, the, the media and the banking system and all these people to prove, hey, that's definitely not the case. You're crazy. Look, we're not even censoring you right now. That would be the best outcome for that, for, mm -hmm. for, for whoever is in power, you know, the CEO of JP Morgan Chase, for, for, for instance. We'll just use that one. No yeah. reason why I'm using that one right now. Yeah. Um, no reason at all. No reason at all. So, so the best case scenario would be like, okay, yeah, dude, you're crazy. The, you, you think the Jews control everything. There's no way that's possible. You, you, look, we're not even canceling you. But instead. Oh, no. They said the line in the chat. Sorry, Josh. Oh, did they? Your, your, your kid said they cried out in pain as they struck you. Oh, oh they beat me to it. Um, and so, and so, <laughs> okay, Jesus. okay, someone explain that to me. Oh, no, we can't, not on YouTube. It could stay in the chat. Oh, no. Um, and so, and so, <laughs> and so, instead of doing best case scenario to prove, hey, you know, that's not the case, what they did was they took one of the most powerful entertainers in the world. I don't care mm -hmm. what you say. Ye LLC is huge, right? I mean, it's like a, a fucking multinational corporation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this guy's got fucking shoe deals and all. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, he's like the Michael Jordan of hip hop, dude. I mean, I probably the only person who's got a bigger empire than him is Jay-Z. Honestly, honest to God. I don't think there's another one that's bigger. Um, financially and is Jay-Z's bigger. Do you oh, think dude, yeah. he's a billionaire, bro? Yeah. Yeah, Jay Z yeah, right, is he got massive. Into it, uh, quicker. Yeah, Jay Z's massive. He's got. I mean, he's got his hands. He's a producer for movies. I mean, he's got all kinds of shit. Yeah, and he I mean, he has sure. like a huge uh, record company. Yeah, he's got the uh, Doctor Dre might be up there. Yeah, Dre's probably close, but I don't think he's Dre. Dre pays like uh, like uh, what is it like one point two million dollars a month or something in child support. Damn. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Almost but as much yeah. as Josh Smith. Really close. Really close. He doesn't. He doesn't quite beat me, but he's getting there. You know. Yeah. Um. And and so and so, the best way to handle this would have been like all these people would be like, "Yo, you're fucking crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Good luck in life." But instead, uh, one of the biggest anti-Semitic 
um, organizations in the country stop anti-Semitism now mm-hmm. said cancel Kanye. And so people started canceling Kanye, including J.P. Morgan Chase, has now mm-hmm. said that he has until the end of November to take his entire empire from their bank. Everything. Every dollar. They've given him a little over a month to clear it out and find a new bank to do business with. One of the biggest banks in the world has done this. Now, I don't know about you, dude. But, like, proving the conspiracy theory correct is not the way to go about it if you think it's a conspiracy theory. And that's the truth. I mean, this is what's happening. People are calling to cancel Kanye, mm-hmm. including these big Jewish organizations, uh, you know, media, banks. I mean, that's not, it's not a good thing. So I don't know, man. Do you think... Ryan, do you think there's any truth to this conspiracy theory that that's actually going on and, and, and Yeezy is actually out there proving it? Or do you think he just made a dumb mistake and people are canceling him? No, I think it, I think it more has to do with a general crackdown on uh, power, powerful, loud, eccentric voices uh, saying things that are not digestible to the general public which you know there there might be someone that today uh got ordered to pay out around a billion dollars for doing that oh, same we're, gonna exact to, thing. we're gonna get to yeah. alex jones yeah yeah i was i was connecting yeah, it we're to, gonna get to alex jones because because <laughs> jones uh, uh most people on the show know that J- jones is my homie like i love alex jones i don't i don't agree with everything that he's ever said but man the, how could you the <laughs> amount of times that alex jones has been absolutely fucking 100 yeah. right is is uncountable and you need to you need to really understand that and realize mm-hmm. that it, it's weird he's like most of the time he's like 97 percent right yeah where he says the the spirit of the thing is right but something in it is wrong because like they're putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay it's not technically right but atri- atrazine in the water why is causing frogs to grow intersex? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like sex organs. They were they were literally creating trans frogs in the water. Yeah, interesting. Right, and that's true. That's really that really. I wish happened. he was right about yeah. his. Uh, I wish he was right about his dog shit legal team. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Well, I look. I I think even he went into that case knowing that he was fucked. I think I think everyone on this side of the aisle that has seen how our corrupt justice system works knew. 100% that they were going to fuck Alex Jones. I think he knew it. I think we all knew it. I think he'll get enough donations to pay it off. Honestly, well, honestly, I do. I don't, I don't know if there's enough donations to pay it off. If he had, uh, what, what was the, I was looking at the math before. If he's got 5 million listeners, drop 200 bucks. That's it. That's all he needs. They can afford mm. to do that out of their social security checks. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it only boomers that watch AJ? Dude, at this dude point? it's it's boomers, man. I mean, I'll listen. I'll, I've dropped in every now and then on Infowars, and it it was always kind of boomery. But even like over the past two years since January six, I mean, it has been sixty five and up nonstop. Right. <laughs> um, but I mean, let's be honest. This is not about Sandy Hook because when he made the statements a long time ago, I don't think they were going after him as hard as they are now no right. i mean it's mostly been after january 6 after the vaccine stuff this is a i mean it was after they he were predicted getting on the war it, but like this has been a huge convenient thing for them to you know it's a lightning rod for them to point at and i mean it's taken them down big time yeah yeah and i mean it really has i mean you know the 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 
Alex Jones was kind of like this this martyr uh, in our in like my realm here, where we make yeah. media and put out you know opinions and and talk about conspiracies and and all this stuff. I mean, that's what I do, right? Yeah. I do that here. I do that right here in my basement of my home, and and you know it's it's a show that's fun for me, and it also helps you know support my family. And and he was the first one to be removed from literally fucking everything. At yeah, work. and it was co- coordinated. Oh, it was totally coordinated. It could have yeah. been Ryan Dawson actually before him, to be honest with you. But but the the the, the biggest mainstream one that I've seen. Yeah, was, uh, and no, Ryan, a, a, Ryan, a big. I heard Ryan wears Yeezys now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a big he's name that was pretty right now. He's sure. over there wearing his Yeezys like, I'm going to take Melonhead down a little faster. <laughs> like, I, I don't know who Ryan Dawson is, but my grandpa knows who Alex Jones is. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I know, you know, Alex has been on shit. Uh, every, everybody, sh- he's been on, on uh, with Michael Malice. He went mm-hmm. on Clinton. Liberty lockdown show. I mean, he's, you know, and he's got, he is relegated to doing shows, uh, from band.com basically mm-hmm. because he can't, he can't do them anywhere else, dude. And that, yeah. that was crazy to me to think about that as somebody who does this kind of media, you know, tries to, I, and I try to be honest, I try to be truthful. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I am, I am definitely in a, in a position where I want to make sure and do, uh, as honest and truthful media. Of course I want to be entertaining as well, but I don't want to do CNN. It's, type media. I don't want to have, I don't want to have a, a, a show that, that spouts some, you know, bullshit one sided narrative yeah. that was force fed to me by 18 other uh, channels. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, um, we're not in the f- Facebook group chat where they tell us what to write about that day. Uh, a spider dropped down on my desk and I don't like that at all. It just scares the shit out of me. It was a little guy though, so I should be all right. Um, we, we actually next month are going to have uh, pest control come out yeah. and do spider stuff because we, uh, we have a really big house that's right next to a giant ass pond. And uh, Spirals will fuck you up, man. Yeah, you just we've had like lots of spider bites and shit. Uh, Level Zero, thanks for the $5 super chat, man. He said, Kanye taking one for the team, proving conspiracy is correct in front of the public's eye. If it wasn't true, it will be now in the public's eye. I don't know, dude. I don't know. No. I don't think it will. It won't be. Well, I, I think the public will still call you anti-Semitic if you, if you even uh, mention it. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. They always will, but this just cracks me up because it, it falls in line with um, some of the fake Holocaust stories, like the one about the guy that would eat his diamonds and jewels and then shit them out and then eat his shit the next day. Like for, I have it's never not heard a that. What the fuck? Okay, well, well, that's a story. The guy was preserving his family diamonds and he would you know eat them every day as they pass or every two days as they pass through his body but like even if that were true you don't want to you know put out that stereotype even more than exists right yeah, that would, <laughs> you're so greedy you're gonna eat your diamonds in jail him. you know it's like kind of how bowel. he would have died yeah, nowadays that. they're just proving him you know proving his stereotype that he's putting forth correct if they're just gonna cancel him well and you i think know, i think we live bank. in a, a like a massive cancellation culture like mm-hmm. society right now too it's like if nobody wants to hear anything that offends them or they want you canceled um no you're not allowed there's like there's like a uh, you know the list of word no no words that you're not allowed to say in public is longer than the list of genders you know what i mean you're not allowed to oh, insult yeah. anybody when i was a kid you know what i mean like in the 90s do we, the shit we said to each other in the, in the locker room or on the sports field or, you know, in, in, in when we're hanging out with the homies, like it, it would have gotten us so canceled today. I mean, so we would probably, if it was Canada, we'd be in jail. And I'm talking, 
you know, I grew up in a place that was uh, majority black and Mexican. And they said worse shit than I ever said. You know what I mean? And, and, and they would probably be canceled. They would probably be in jail in Canada. Um, and and it's just, it blows my mind that in 20 years, we went from a society that was very hard to offend, a society that celebrated South Park and Richard Pryor and, and these wonderful, great comedians that did not fucking hold back, to a society that wants to get rid of Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Like, it doesn't make any sense to And they want to promote, uh, what's her dick, the one Australian chick, uh... Yeah, um, I can't even. I can't even. Talk about Tracy Ullman. No, the oh, you're uh, not she, that old. You're not old enough. Uh, to remember she Tracy put out uh, what I can't in good faith call a comedy special, but she put out a comedy special. It's one of the lowest rated things on Rotten Tomato. Are you like, talking about the uh, androgynous like lesbian comedian? That's who you're talking. Some, about. I know, I know something like that. Why sucked, can't yeah. I think of her name? Dude. She's fucking terrible, dude. She looks like now- Nick Sarwark. Now is no, such a good time to be a comedian. She's fatter. <laughs> now, now is like one of the best times. Like, I fucking wish I was funny because I'd be making a killing because you can say just regular stuff that we grew up with and because it's offensive, people love it. Like, the people that whine and bitch about it don't matter. They're not going to watch you anyway. But somebody like Dave career. Chappelle or Joe Rogan or Joey Diaz or, you know, somebody like Joey they're not see at all. Hilarious, dude. He's I fucking favorite. love Joey Diaz. He's my favorite motivational speaker. I listen to his podcast and he'll just tell stories of him being a fuck up and then taking turn his life around or whatever somehow. Would he would fucking he, gravelly laugh? Uh, well, well, first of all, I want to say that he's the man's a god because he he literally said, uh, "If you're having buffalo wings, okay." And the guy's from New York. He knows he knows a thing or two about buffalo wings, right? Yep. And uh, and he said, "If you're having buffalo wings with ranch, fuck your mother." Yep. Blue, <laughs> blue cheese that. or fuck your mother. Yeah, blue cheese or fuck your mother. <laughs> And that's what yep. I hold on to that today because you, I Wait, don't. What? I will not. Why? Because you don't put fucking ranch dressing on hot wings, dude. It's just, not it's the a, buffalo wings. Hell on no. buffalo wings. No, it's fucking blue cheese or fuck your mother. So, dude, Josh, are wait, we what? What? <laughs> why? Why would you take that strong a stance on something? Just let people because enjoy you don't fuck it. Up people's His regional one, food, dude. One, yeah. One big reason why was when he did time um, for a while. It was in Buffalo um, State Prison there. And oh yeah, the guys there are hardcore about their wings. Yeah, dude. like my, my wife's from the Buffalo area. She's she likes her hot wings and stuff. But they're they're like, yeah, you do not fucking put ranch on that shit. Yeah, I'm a blue, blue I'm che- a blue cheese supremacist for sure. Blue, blue cheese a fuck your mother. Yeah, yeah, and he said it. Yeah. I mean, on on Rogan, I think he did that on Rogan. Oh yeah, the first time. And and I'm telling you, dude, like he's he's serious. And I and I and I was a kindred soul with this guy right away. I cannot watch people dip their fi- my fiance does that shit. Because you guys are from the Midwest, dude. That's why. You're from, you're from the land of ranch dressing. I, d- I don't like, bl- like blue cheese. And I, I, depending on the buffalo wing, I need to dip it in ranch. Otherwise, I will not be able to yeah, eat it. You can't it. do spicy food at all. <laughs> I am oh, a gringo. Okay. He's yeah. used to the corn and the seed oils of the Midwest. Dickie, you're from the, you're from the South, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember exactly where, but I know you. I thought like Florida. Yeah, I live in is Florida. I'm from North really? Carolina, though, so there is a huge Hispanic population there. Is also all the rednecks too. So like, like, spicy food is is a staple. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm from California, dude. Like the spicier, the better. I I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm, it, is seed oils really like a? They're bad for you, dude. No, I know they're terrible for you. But is they that like a stereotype of the Midwest? Yeah, that and corn and ranch and 
I, I've never heard the seed oil thing before. Uh, well, source, I made it up, but it's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's sticky for you, bro. He's going to tell you whatever the fuck he wants. Um, yeah, dude, and I'll tell you, like, I, I'm not a huge ranch dressing guy, but of the ranch dressings that I've had in this country, Iowa does have, like, the best ranch dressing, dude. There's no, it's, like, thick and perfect and fucking got good spice to it. Cause, and I know why they do it, because they don't put any spice on their food. So you got to have something that's got some fucking spice in it, dude. To put dude, they're like British people. They really are, dude. They're like, like, hey, they're like, what do you need did spice you put for? Salt and pepper in into the food. <laughs> did yeah. you put ice in the water? Yeah, dude, for real, bro. It's you guys. You lack the the flavor. We talked about this. We did like a what an hour and twenty. minutes. Yeah, we we did. We talked for so long, and we we discovered that. Uh, all my favorite places in Des Moines, he fucking despises. Hey, like I had Poncheros for lunch. I meant to fucking send you a picture. Food, dude. He, yeah, we did like a we did like a one and a half hour show in the members only chat with uh, with the gubernatorial candidate for Rhode Island. Yeah, all about food, dude, and regional food and shit. And, and he's like, he's like, no, dude, I'm telling you, the two best Mexican places in Iowa, you got to check them out. He's like fucking tasty tacos and poncheros. I'm like literally the two you named the two worst places that I fucking hate the absolute most, dude. They're I was asking garbage. if you had tried them. Garbage, terrible garbage. Uh, because tasty tacos is a local place. I like spicy ranch from Taco Bell, dude. It's good. Okay, Taco Bell spicy ranch. <laughs> yeah, they, have you not? Have you never had their spicy ranch? Is it new? No, it's been out for a long time. I've eaten Taco Bell like three times in my life. Yeah, dude. Next time you go to next time you go to Taco Bell, just order like a fucking soft taco supreme with spicy ranch. It makes it way better, dude. Like way better. I don't think I'll ever eat Taco Taco Bell Bell again. Like a year, dude. It's good when you're drunk. I used to eat Taco Bell all the fucking time, dude. All the time. I I I should eat Taco Bell all the time because it's good when you're drunk. Oh yeah, when I was a bachelor, dude, I used to fucking I used to like eat Taco Bell at least every you know Friday Saturday like after we're leaving the bars and shit, Um, and and. And I, dude, I'd wake up in the morning with like heartburn. Once I got into my thirties, I'd wake up in the morning with like the worst heartburn or like in the middle of the night with heartburn. And, uh, now it's gotten so bad that anytime I have Taco Bell at all, I get heartburn, like terrible fucking heartburn. It's almost to a point where I can't eat Taco Bell anymore. And it's one of my favorite fast food places, dude. I I hate Taco Bell. After there's nothing better in the world than Taco Bell to eat after you've just committed an egregious felony. (laughs) And that's how I know. It's just that's crime food. Once you've done something very illegal, Taco Bell just makes it so much better. Oh, dude, I just realized uh, Joe, Joe, the OP. What's up, man? He said Hannah Gadsby. That's who he was talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. It's that's Hannah, who talking Hannah about. Gadsby. She sucks. Yeah. Dude. I wish I had a clip that I could play of her. She sucks, dude. She's the fucking worst. Like, it's you can't in good faith. Call it a comedy special. No. It's like some sort of fucked up slam poetry or it was something. Like, it was like woke slam poetry trying to masquerade itself as comedy, and it was fucking really yeah. dumb. It was where I would rather watch twenty four hours looped of Amy Schumer, yeah, than ever ever watch that shit again. And you know, it it could have been funny if it was someone like Tim Heidecker who just goes out there and. Is like, aren't African American people great? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like the satire shit's funny, but I want my comedy offensive, dude. Like that's what makes comedy. That's what makes it comedy is when it's offensive or when it plays up on stereotypes because those stereotypes nine times out of ten are real, and that shit's funny when they make fun of white people, dude, dancing, or they make fun of you know the way white people talk, or they make fun of any any white people stereotype. That I that I either do or I have friends or family that do that shit's funny to me because it's the fucking stereotype that I know that I laugh at outside of comedy. 
So like, why would you want to take that kind of comedy away that you actually, as a person, identify with that makes it personal, that makes you laugh thinking about the stories of your own family or your own friends or parties that you've been to? Why would you want to cancel that kind of comedy when it's the kind of comedy that you actually identify with? doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, have you... The short answer is a lot of the... A lot of people that do it are fellow comics that suck. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding. Joe, like Diaz, will talk about it all the time. Rogan will talk about it. Um, Adam is uh, Nutter has talked about it before. Like it's just people that are hacks and they suck and they just can't. Uh, they can't make talent. Well, they, they don't have talent. They can't make good stuff for themselves. I mean, it's like with the people that fucking wish you were dead and crashed on your bike and died. Right. And, you know, they have nothing good to offer this world, and you know they're a bunch of fucking losers. So. The, the the easiest thing for them to do is just you know make shit flow downhill and attack somebody else. Well, and it's and and I gotta I gotta say it like this, dude. Like if you canceled every Joe Rogan and every Dave Chappelle, I'm still not watching Hannah Gadsby. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like gonna, I'm, sti- I'm still not doing it. Yeah, what is I'm gonna go find <laughs> Shane Gillis and Mark Norman and if you canceled like every that. George Carlin special and every fucking Eddie Murphy raw and every fucking Richard Pryor and every good comedy that I've ever watched. I mean, belly hurting, laughing comedy that I've ever watched. I'm still not putting Hannah Gatsby on. I just rather not watch comedy anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to go find Tim Hawkins. Who's he's a Christian comedian. I'm not going to watch him either. He, he's actually pretty funny. No, they're, they'll find a way to cancel him, dude. Yeah, they will. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm just not doing, if you cancel all of my favorite heroes of, of comedy or heroes of media or any kind of. You get She-Hulk. Yeah. And then, and then you try to force She-Hulk and Hannah Gadsby down my throat. I'm going to laugh you at you. you watch Brendan Schaub? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I, will, I will watch <laughs> Brendan. I will watch Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub gets a lot of fucking hate, by the way. I actually like Brendan Schaub, dude. I'm Isn't he. He is he the hate. former MMA fighter? He was the four, He's the one okay. on the, the the fighter and the kid and, and yeah. People absolutely fucking hate him. I don't get it. I never understood why, dude. He's fucking. He's he's great, man. I like Brendan Schaub. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Uh, from what I understand is he is just an absolute dick, especially to other comedians. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's I, kind of what I've heard. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, then again, it just could be people that you don't get along with. I mean, I'm sure there's there's tons of people that think I'm a dick, and I am, but yeah. like some people like me, so you know. I know people think um, I'm a dick. Yeah, but there's you kind people, of are. There's enough people that watch the fighter and the kid and and Brendan Shop to make him. I mean, he, he's a millionaire, dude. Yeah, and it's because of his show. So there's there's got to be people that love him. I like him. I never had any problems yeah. with him. And and I liked him. I liked him when he was an MMA fighter too. I thought he was. I thought he was going to do a lot better than he did. Um, you know, he was a pro football player first, and then went to. MMA. Yeah, he was. He was like a practice squad guy. Yeah, wasn't but he? he played. He played for like the Texans or some shit. I mean, he, yeah, he played for a legit pro team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went into MMA, and I think he did really. Who he knocked out like somebody. He knocked out Mirko Krokop, dude. Brendan Schaub walked so Greg Hardy could fall. <laughs> Dude, hey, I love Greg Hardy too, except for all the woman beating Watch, stuff. Watching, watching Bam Bam just crack him that one time. Yeah, it was it, rough, it dude. My day. I do, I do. You know, MMA is my shit. I love it. I'll, I'll sit here yeah, talking yeah. about all night. I don't want to. But if you want to ever get me to shut up, just start talking about MMA because I don't yeah. know jack shit. <laughs> Dude, there's a there's a big card coming up on the 22nd, man. We're gonna be watching that shit. Shout out to a uh, Cult of Us podcast. That's with their uh, Patreon. You get into the Discord and watch uh, fights for free. Oh, nice. Yeah, and you know, you know, uh, if you're watching the show, if you drop super chats, guys, you can always ask questions or, or be a part of interactive part of the show. 
Um, I know we we stopped doing super chats for a long time. People just stopped doing super chats, and I think some people forget about the fact that we can make it. We're yeah. live, so we can always uh, talk about them on air. Whatever you got questions and all that stuff. Yeah, and you know you can always like the video and subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. Yeah, you, um, share with too. And, and people who share with shit. more than just your people friends. People come in and ha have fun in the live chats. Retweet this shit. Share it. Fucking yeah. help me help me grow the platform. We, Comment afterwards. The Twitter Twitter like fucking kneecapped me, dude. Like they really did because I had twenty almost. I was like one follower away from twenty thousand when they pulled my my Twitter account and just fucking kneecapped me for months. Months, dude. I'm almost at 200. Dude, killing it, <laughs> killing it. I'm I'm uh, I'm back over 2200 now. So we're we're going in the right direction. But um, uh, so what what else we're we gonna talk about? We were gonna talk about Alex Jones. Oh, that's right. We need to we need to dive in. And that this. Um, we really do need to dive in this. So so we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, dude. They fucking find him. Yeah, Near, essentially a billion. a billion. Yeah, yeah. Was it almost a billion? Was it 900? 957 million. Exactly. Jesus. At that point, at that point, it's a billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is essentially a billion. And not only is it to the families, it is to a fucking FBI agent as well. Right. What the actual fuck is yeah. that? The FBI should be paying. I, I wish I wish I had some imaginary kids that got killed so I can make a billion dollars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <can't say> <laughs> Oops. You can't say that. Either. Fuck. <laughs> I'll call up my lawyer, damn it. Yeah, everybody get on the lawyers right now. We're in trouble, dude. This is an info. I, I ain't worth shit. Sue me all you want to. <laughs> okay. This dude's like, what are you gonna take from me? My kids? Fuck out of here. Okay, one of the one of the strangest parts I, I've talked with people about this, and one of the strangest parts about it is there's some narrative that he refused to take part in discovery at all. No, he took part in discovery. That's how else would have would the prosecution have his the entire contents of his phone, including nudes of his wife? Where? Well, I want to. I want to <laughs> talk about. So, so actually, uh, he had some really great one-liners during the trial. If you've paid attention, I think more people should have watched this trial than they should have watched the fucking Johnny Depp trial. By the way, you know what I mean. Oh, by the way, uh, thanks for the super chat, Libertarian Podcast Review. $10 super chat, you rule. He said, hi, Dickie. What's up, man? You know who Also, they would have watched it if Alex Jones would have at least hired a lawyer that was worth a damn, a.k.a. one that was hot as Depp's lawyer. Dude, she was a fucking beast, by the way. Did you watch the Johnny Depp trial at all? No, I didn't really. I watched, I watched every minute of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Oh, I did too, yeah. Yeah, and then... Uh, I just didn't get into the Johnny Depp trial. So I didn't watch the Johnny Depp trial at all. But I've seen almost the entire thing because my fiance literally watched the entire thing. And so she'd send me clips, of all the like important shit all the time. She'd yeah. be like, you got to see this. This was hilarious. You got to watch this. Because she was like watching it for entertainment value. I mean, yeah, the, it, it, was, it was a soap opera. Yeah. And, and in fact, it was on when we were driving to um, the <laughs> national convention. And so she was just like with her headphones in in the front seat watching the Johnny Depp trial. And then like she'd be like, sweetie, you got to watch this. You got to check this out <laughs> right now. I'm like, I don't care at all about the Johnny Depp trial. Like at all. I think Amber Heard was probably lying. It was pretty clear to me. Oh, I, Amber, but I also Amber know a lot Heard of crazy is a women. psychopath. Yeah. I know a lot of crazy women. It right, was, and, she no, had she's all, a narcissist at least. It had all the fixings for uh, crazy Josh knows crazy women. I had never heard that. <laughs> um. What's up, Magoo? Thanks for, on you thanks for the shit. $5 super chat, Magoo. He said, nice to see uh, the show back again. Dickie fucking rules. Magoo is oh, a cool thanks, dude. Magoo. I'm a big fan. Um, 
And uh, and Garbage Man, what's up? Garbage Man's in the chat. He said, Josh broke my podcast, Sherry. That's true. I did bring him on the show. And that was a fun show. I had a good time talking. We get to talk about the family law system. We've both been kind of through that system. That was a good episode. Yeah, I remember really, that one. Well, I, really I haven't been through it at all. No, it was me and Garbage Man. Oh, okay. You weren't you weren't on the show you were lo- yet, buddy. You, yeah, you were you looking didn't come at on the me show when until you I said... You didn't come on the show until I couldn't pay you to help help us move. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I got to do something for this guy. You know, fuck, fuck it. I'll put him on the show. You know, why not? No, I, I enjoy having you on the show. And if you watched our uh, last live show with uh, AJ Fisher... He's yeah. going to be coming on the show now regularly too, so we'll have a couple couple people in the studio uh, constantly because AJ was fun fun to have on. Man, he's fucking cool. Uh, Brett, I, I always fuck up Brett's Linden, uh, last name. Lyndon Felzer, he ten dollars super chat. He said first super chat ever. You got to get a true taste of winter and come out ice fishing. He lives way up in like northern fucking Minnesota, dude. Oh yeah, I can't go ice fishing like that, dude. I'll die. Well, the thing is, what you do is you get there's like a tent, sit in that. Get a generator outside of it, and then you get a space heater in the tent, and then you sit there and drink beer and have you a think pull the fucking in the Eskimos water. had all that? <laughs> Gotta be authentic, bro. Dude, I don't know. Brett Brett is a, a savage like uh fucking Minnesotan. He may not do all that. He may actually like, go set in the cold. Yeah, I sure. I could do that. Well, go sit in the beer cold while you're ice while. fishing. Gotta be nice. I, I don't, won't your beer just fucking freeze in your hand, dude? Maybe. What the fuck you know? You're from. You live in Florida, Dickie. What the fuck do you yeah, know about know. ice fishing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta ask this guy. He's from Minnesota. Me? Look, man, yeah, I'm not awesome from Minnesota. Guys. I'm from Iowa. Yeah, but Iowa is Minnesota Junior, bro. Didn't you? Know, you don't know that? No, it's That's not. What it is. Same thing. Just a little. It's just like ten degrees warmer. That's it. We're and fucking less co- polite here, and more corn, and uh, our women have all all their teeth. Yeah, Brett, Brett said in the chat, he said, I do sit outside in the cold too. And he's laughing yeah. about it. So I knew it. He's a fucking, he's like a, he's like a, he's a Minnesotan dude. He's even got yeah. the, like the accent and everything, dude. And he's, I think he's German too. You're German, right, Brett? He's German. So, I mean, he's got a double, he's ready to be in the cold. For yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm German too. Yeah. Yeah. You guys love, you love the cold out here. So, so, I mean, listen, I think personally that at some point, um, Alex Jones can pay this off. I don't know. I think he's going to lose a lot of fucking assets well, before it gets paid off. I think there's one take method. Lo- huh? Here's one method. I have a question, Josh. So are you planning to have any more kids? Uh, so we, we actually had, um, if you are, aren't aware, we had uh, our first home visit today uh, for our adopted child, another adopted child. That I saw that. Yeah, yeah. he was born, he was born um, in February, February 7th. Um, he is the the younger sibling of my two adopted already adopted children and my biological daughter who just moved out recently. Um, who has two is has her second kid on the way. Um, so we have those two, uh, and then another one coming. Um, but we are not currently planning on having any more biological children. Thank God, okay. finally, um, <laughs> because we just had one in August too. We had our baby in August, right. August seventeenth. Um, so we'll have three little boys in the house under two years old. Uh, when we get Damn. our new boy, plus um, plus four others that are five and up, between eleven and five, um, so uh, it's it's not likely. Uh, we're gonna do some natural family planning and see where we're at for a while. Um, but I'm gonna wow. be forty in March, dude, and I'm just you know I want to eventually have a sailboat or some kind of shit. 
In that case, Alex is probably fucked because he will no longer have the steady supply of revenue of you buying his anti-New World Order <laughs> vitality pills. I've uh, never, I've literally never ever bought anything <laughs> from Infowars.com. Yeah. Um, you were so patient with that have joke. You seen, have you seen the before and after of whatever product that he supposedly used after 30 days and it was just him like redder? Like not even tan, just like sunburnt. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Um, <laughs> hey Magoo, thanks for becoming a, a, a supporter again. I think you just re-upped his support because he's got he's got he's been around a long time, so I'm sure that you're in your support. Um, Craig said Josh needs a bus and a small hotel for his family. We have the small hotel now. Yeah, we live in the small hotel now. Yeah, that's it's a, that's a, a that's a house. fair description. Yeah, this is a big house. We have a very big house. We have the big house now. Uh, we do actually are currently trying to figure out how to get a 12 to 15 passenger van. Um, in fact. We lost a lot of revenue from the show, and that was kind of what we were going to use it for, was trying to go forward to get the band big enough for everybody. So hopefully if we grow the platform back soon enough, we'll be able to do that um, because we don't all fit in the minivan. We just don't. Yeah. Um, even currently right now, with the new baby coming, we'll be uh, two over. Because it's in a limo, seat, bro. It seats seven. No, we're going yeah. to get a <laughs> Ford F-350 Econoline van, dog, with the, with the fourth row. That's oh, okay. Because yeah. um, they, they make them in flex fuel. And so, uh, nice. you know, they have the flex fuel here big time in the Midwest, and it's a dollar cheaper than the fucking unleaded, dude. Yeah, but it, it's far less efficient. Like, you run out of gas way That's what faster. They say, but I haven't noticed that at all. At um, all. I've used oh. both, and I haven't noticed it at all. Okay, and then it, it corrodes your engine faster. Yeah, so like, well, that we, ranch we put, on, into we it, put man. so many fucking miles on cars that we don't... We're going to have to buy a new vehicle every five years or <laughs> five to eight years anyways, dude. So it's not a big deal to us. That, none of that bothers us at all. Like we 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 kind of weighed the pros and cons, and it doesn't it doesn't matter to us. And there's and there's also no like I looked at all I looked at all the studies on flex fuel, and they haven't they don't have any long term data on it yet, like almost at mm. all. So there's like it's all speculation at this point that it's going to ruin your engine. Nobody's actually like nobody's actually like proven that that's a that's a thing for flex fuel engines yet. Because they, uh, they make them it for, specifically for that kind of fuel. So it's just a high ethanol. That's all it is. It's like a very yeah, high ethanol it, fuel. If it does, all the break the cycle patrons will just buy him a new one. Don't let him fool you. He makes a ton of money from this shit. I don't yeah. actually. Um, no. <laughs> I used to, I, there was a time when, yeah. I was, when I was bringing in a good amount, a really good amount. Yeah. Very helpful. Now it's very, it's very low compared to what it used I'm to be. I'm glad I got my mug during that time because it actually came in. Yeah. Some <laughs> people are still waiting on their fucking mugs, dude. So I got I to gotta get some mugs out um, and patrons. As I as I continue to car search, if I if I come come across anything with like four rows, I'll send it your way. Yeah, let me know. We we've been we've been talking to um we've been talking to uh like car dealership that we bought the minivan from, and they're trying to get us approved for something, and then and then then they'll look for it because they buy all their stuff from auctions and shit. Okay. Um. So we're working we're working on trying to do that right now. Um. Hopefully it comes. Um, hey, by the way, did you guys see that the SPLC put out another fucking hit piece about me and my uh, my friends in the Mises Caucus and the Libertarian yes. Party? Did oh, you yeah. catch that? Did you catch you that? Pull it up? Oh yeah, I, re I read the whole thing. I was, oh, I was. I don't know if I can or not. I can pull it up on my phone and we can yeah. we can go over. I'll it. pull it up real quick. I, yeah. I was talking to Carrie Ann about it. Karen, uh, you got to get that right. Dude. She's gonna she's, she's gonna she's gonna sue you, dude. Okay, <laughs> go for it. I, I'm dyslexic. I'm I'm sorry. You're not dyslexic, Nate. dude. You're autistic. There's a big difference. I I can be both. Thank you very much. <laughs> I guess. Well, how long is he? How long has he been a libertarian? Because that'll determine his level of autism. 
Uh, uh, he's, he's officially what? Ten months. Okay, so here we go. Um, this is uh, this is the article uh, from the SPLC, who I fucking hate, and they put it on Hate Watch, of course. Oh, they, I haven't read this article. I was thinking about the other one. No, they just put this out like two days ago, and they yeah, put there was one on like Monday. It might be the same one. I don't know. This came it out on the eleventh, um, and today is the thirteenth. So. Um, and it came out on Hate Watch, uh, of course, because they call us a fucking uh, a hate group and an alt-right group and all this shit, which is just bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Um, and the fucking headline is, Libertarian Party loses state parties donors after hard right turn. That's what they're calling it. Uh, Libertarian Party faces the departure of two state-level parties as membership's dues drop and some donors flee the party over questions about economic stewardship and the party's turn to far-right messaging. Hate Watch has found through documents and interviews with former LP members. Now, if you've been following along at all with the Libertarian Party, uh, we've had a couple of state parties that have tried to disaffiliate with us with the national party. As you know, as you know, I'm a vice chair of the libertarian party at the national level. So I see what's going on. We had, uh, New Mexico just voted, uh, unilaterally without their, the, their, their members consent to disaffiliate. Okay. Well, they, they didn't really do it the right way. They didn't hold a correct convention. They, they didn't follow all their bylaws. They didn't post enough. So there was a lot of things they did. They did wrong. But we ended up as a national party voting to disaffiliate them anyway so that the other party that was trying to, to build up could build up and, and, and petition to have their own affiliation and that, then we didn't have to deal with it anymore. Uh, of course, if you watched uh, last year, New Hampshire, uh, the, 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 a couple of rogue actors there tried to run off with party assets and, and we ended up finding that you know, the correct party was the correct party. No big deal. Same thing happened in Massachusetts. Uh, no big deal. It was all done and over with. Now this Virginia thing, and this is, they're actually quoting the old chair of the Virginia party that, that, that voted to dissolve the corporation because they actually had a corporation there. Yep. Right. And, uh, and she just made some flat out lies because we actually don't recognize their disaffiliation at all mm -hmm. um, as the national party. We don't recognize it because the corporation has no bearing whatsoever on the affiliate. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? They're two separate things. Um, yeah. And so when they dissolved the corporation and said, we've dissolved the Libertarian Party of Virginia, we said, okay, cool, bye. Because we don't, we, we don't recognize it. But she's saying that they've dissolved and they there is no more Libertarian Party of Virginia and all this shit to to the SPLC. They're actually actually going and saying this to them. And then of course they're using data showing that we've lost donors and party members. Um, that actually shows that we haven't lost donors and party members nearly at a rate that they're trying to make it seem like. Yeah, what happens is they're framing the data. They're framing the data in a very way that's dishonest. Yeah, yeah, in a dishonest way. Where um, purpose, purposely. Yeah, they're saying, oh, membership is down, but if you compare to in a typical like two or four year cycle or uh, whatever, it's actually down significantly less than it typically is. Like way more, way less than it normally is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and here's the thing, they, they, it goes in cycles in the Libertarian Party. Mm -hmm. When we have a presidential election in the Libertarian, we're a small party, dude. I mean, mm -hmm. all things considered, you know, I think at the beginning of the year we had 18... 19,000 members, national party members. Yeah. Of course, we had millions of voters, registered voters, but those mm -hmm. are not the same as the, as the registered party members that pay dues of the party, right? A lot of people don't know the difference between those two things either. There's registered voters, there's registered party members that pay dues that are a part of the party's business. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Yeah. <laughs>
Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate things. And we're not purging voters. Libertarian voters are actually way up all over the country. In fact, we've won more political offices in the last four years than we have in the history of the Libertarian Party. Okay. I mean, big, big time. I mean, they're all local races and, and one uh, state race. Which yeah. for, was the first state race we had won since 1970-something, okay, which is huge. It's a big, it's a turn, you know. Um, we now have Senate candidates that have gotten, you know, 35% of the vote. I mean, that's a big deal, dude, okay, in Arkansas of all places. And I won't go into it because I'm not a big fan of the candidate and I don't want to trash him, but it's working. The party is yeah. starting to actually work. And now we have a party that we can all be less embarrassed of because we don't have these fucking people that are trying to get invited to D.C. piss, piss orgies. I, that's what I like to say. They want to be invited to the D.C. champagne parties. I call them piss orgies. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want the, I don't want the champagne parties. But I've never I, been to a piss orgy. I've never gotten an invite to a piss orgy. I think I there's a reason why one. nobody's ever invited me to the piss orgy. And, and I'll tell you, dude, um, I don't want to be invited to the D.C. I'm not getting invited out, to D.C., dude. Unless I go out there and win... Uh, due to my own accolades mm-hmm. for for a federal level position, I'm yeah. not going to DC because they don't want me in DC, dude. Mm-hmm. The people in DC want me dead. That's what they would like to see happen. They want me and you and Dickie and all of my friends mm-hmm. dead because we want to dismantle the system of oppression that our government has bestowed upon us. Okay, and they don't want that. They want to maintain their systems of authority. And and when you have somebody who's questioning those systems of authority. And, and pushing to actually dismantle them, they want you dead. So it doesn't fucking matter if you go milk toast, middle of the road, libertarian, okay? If you're saying, hey, we just want to nick, take a little nick at social security, or we want to take a little nick at the federal, the federal tax, or we want to, they want you dead, dude. They want you dead. Doesn't matter that it's just a little bit. Okay, so why do you want to come off as some milk toast, moderate piece of shit, middle of the rotor that can't take a fucking hard stand on anything when it doesn't matter to them? Why? It doesn't make any sense. And then if you do take it that far, like me, where I'm like, no, dude, I want to abolish this federal government. I think they suck. There is no rectifying it whatsoever. It doesn't matter who we vote in. At no point is us voting going to change D.C., Okay, D.C. is run by the elite. They're run by big money. They're run by the alphabet agencies. They don't give a shit. You're so close, Josh. Say it. No. They don't. They're, they're run by three-letter organizations. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. So, no, I'm serious. They're, they're, they, they, these are the people that run Washington and by, by proxy run this country. Okay? And... I want to dismantle those systems entirely because they are not rectifiable. It's not something that we can fix and make better for everybody. They're going to continue to oppress you. 
because they don't give a shit about you and your day-to-day and your family and your job. They don't care about any of that stuff. None of that matters to them at all. No. So fuck them. I don't want to go to their piss orgies. I want to dismantle them entirely. And they want me dead Speak for that. for yourself. <laughs> Listen, my, my homie wants to check out the piss orgy. If you're watching, invite Dickie over to the, the piss orgy. But I, got, I just, I got I just want to see how Madison Cawthorn does it. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's going to be a weird piss I, orgy. For I Madison can maybe get you connected in D.C. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, in fact, uh, that's I, I think that's how Dan lost one of his eyes was at a piss orgy. Um, it wasn't actually in, in uh, the Middle East. No, um, it was in Nam. <laughs> uh, but, but that's the truth. So so I'm going to take that hard stand and I don't give a shit. I, I've said this several times. If you know, if 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 everybody's got to dump on me and call me a racist or a misogynist or a fucking I don't transphobe or whatever else, homophobe, whatever else they call me. For me to open the fucking floodgates and turn people to, to the light that is, hey, we're not going to fix this system. We need to, to tear it down and start over or just leave, replace it with nothing. If, if I have to open the floodgates and, and take all those arrows, I'll do it, dude. And, and I don't give a fuck what Hate Watch says about me. I don't give a fuck what the SPLC says about me. I don't give a shit what eight, the ADL or Stop Anti-Semitism Now or any of these fucking people say about me. I don't care. I don't care because it doesn't affect me. It doesn't hurt me. You can't cancel somebody who doesn't give a shit. Okay? And, and you're calling me a racist or a misogynist because I want to tear down the systems of oppression that have affected minorities and women and trans folk and all that shit? Then good. Call me those names. I want you to fucking call me those names. I'll take those arrows while my friends flood in from my fucking Trojan horse and we dismantle the systems that are hurting my friends and family, dude. I don't give a shit. Fuck the SPLC. Fuck Hate Watch. They can literally kiss my entire ass. They and I'm serious. Oh, yeah. They, they, they to, <laughs> but I'm not going to their piss orgies. And so, so milk toast, middle of the road libertarians, listen to me. Seriously, listen to me. You're not going to change the system by being a fucking middle of the road moderate loser. You're not. Stop calling your allies these names. Stop using the rhetoric of your enemies against your allies. Because that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing when you fucking run these, these hit pieces. You're either a leftist in disguise who's working with them or you're, or you're fucking hurting your own cause. Those are your two options. Knock it off. Yeah, it's, it's like the classic video game concept. If you see enemies, you're going in the right direction. Exactly. You, you might as well you might as well just go hard in the paint because they're already gonna like ridicule libertarians once somebody opens their mouth and says something dumb like that one candidate did a couple weeks ago when he <laughs> talked about uh putting age of consent up for a vote up for a vote yeah they're just gonna say oh you're a libertarian you just want to fuck kids or you uh you know you're a gary johnson or you're whatever i mean you might as well put out like an lpnh tweet like they did with megan mccain or something crazy like that they're gonna get pissed off anyway might as well just, you know, go hard and be right. I agree, dude. I agree. I'd rather be, I, I had this, uh, you know, when I had Jeff Diced on, and I just made a, a clip of this recently. He, he had me, uh, you know, there was a time when I was like, I want the word libertarian. That's our word. We can't fucking get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like, we can't, we can't let this word go to the leftists or any of this shit. And he's like, why do you care? And he said, look, I don't give a fuck. What word they call us? He didn't say fuck. Actually, I don't yeah. think he said fuck on my show. He's he's pretty he's pretty mild mannered. Um, he said, "Why do you why do you care what they call you? It doesn't matter. I'm not interested with in being a libertarian. 
I'm interested in being right and human flourishing. Words don't mean, words, it's, it's, if I'm, he said, if I'm semantically not a libertarian, fine. I don't care. And that's where I'm at too. I don't care anymore. I don't care what words you call me. They don't matter. I'm the eat and suck dicks, man. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care (laughs) what words you use to, to hurl at me anymore. I just don't care. I don't give a shit. I am, I am at the point, COVID took me to a place in this world where it's get out of the fucking way or else, dude. That's where I'm at now. I don't care anymore. I don't care what words you hurl at me. I don't care how many times you try to attack my family and call me a deadbeat dad and tell me that I don't pay child support. I know what the fuck I do. I know what I do. I see the, I see the child support take it out of my fucking checks every, mo- every month because the state of Oregon auto garnishes despite what these losers online say about me. Oh, they have to garnish you. The state fucking auto garnishes, you dumb fucks. I'm just, I just don't care. I've, I've, you guys have attacked me for five years straight. I don't care anymore. Like you, nothing you can say to me hurts me anymore. I don't know. We're getting late into this thing. I think, yeah, uh, we, we just got an interesting chat message. We got a new sponsor now. Tinder dash hot. The new sponsor, XYZ. Tinder hot XYZ think, best adult think, dating site. Yes. I think that's the answer to Alex Jones' problem right here. Yeah, it might help things. Might help things. Brett, uh, <laughs> Another, we got another uh, $10 super chat from Brett Lindenfelser. Thanks, man. He said, if the establishment isn't attacking us, then we're not winning. Exactly. Exactly, dude. I don't know how to, I can't, um, oh, I guess I could do the, uh, I could you can ban it. chat from my phone. Can't do it from Shit, you, you, they couldn't even kill you on the bike, bro. Dude, they, want, they wanted to real bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just mad that I didn't come up for, uh, with the joke first of the helmet was not protecting anything of value. <laughs> that was that was Archie. Did that. Yeah, damn. I couldn't believe it was Archie. The one funny thing he's ever done. Fuck. It was it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Oh look, are the chats going away? Are we getting rid of them? Yep, getting rid of them. I can moderate you all from from my fucking basement, dude. Look. There we go. Yeah, no, our, let's hear them out. Archie spends an impressive amount of time on Twitter. It's because he ain't got no fucking job, dude. Yeah. That's because he, he listen. Twitter people, is real life. These, to him. him and his friends talk shit about how I have to raise money through the podcast or GoFundMe to do this and that and this and that. Not dog. I did a GoFundMe when we first got the kids. When mm-hmm. we first got the kids two years ago, because I was like, "Yo, dude, I didn't realize we were gonna get all take all these kids on. If you guys want to help, that'd be great." And my my supporters helped, and it was great. I really appreciated that. I've been working this whole time, and then and then when we did the Disney thing, um, and everybody kind of understood. I think that I think my supporters understood why I did that. Um, I know there were some people that, that did support me that were upset that I did that. Um, but, you know, the kids had been through hell and we gave, I wanted to give them a memory that they would take them yeah. out of that hell. And I think that was a great man. And it helped, dude. We got back from Disney and those kids were different kids, dude. I mean, different fucking kids. Like, when I got over, uh, your son was showing me like pictures that you had. He was like, yeah, this is when, when we first got here. And just physically, you can see the transformation oh, dude, because they were living on sugar and and, and uh, he, he looked I mean, like he's, just he's going white through trash. your phone. He's like, he's like, my dad got to meet this one kid from the Make a Wish Foundation, just, uh, Josh, Josh, and Cole. <laughs> Josh, and, <laughs> fucking love Cole, dude. I gotta have Cole on sometime. Too. I've never had Cole on the show other than other than when I had uh, other than when I had uh, the Tower Power Hour on together. I, I, I beat Cole on. You beat Cole on a on a solo episode for sure. He did come on on yeah. TPH. Now, the question is, have you beat Cole off? Have you beat Cole? Have you beat Cole off? Probably. Uh, They're really good friends. I'm sure they, I'm sure you beat him off once or twice. Just some casual I want to beat him up because he moved jobs. away, but it's fine. Oh, did he he did move away, didn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, that sucks. Sad. I um, uh, you know, actually, Toad beat you all on though. Thirty-two times. No, to- <laughs> Toad. Toad was on uh, episode two or three of the show, but he came on with he came on with his shirt off and a fucking uh, uh, anonymous mask on and did like a five minute spiel that was hilarious. Actually, I think he wrote it out so they could stay on track. And it was before I even knew who Toad was, really, outside of the Tower Power chat or Tower Tower Gang chat. This was before Tower Power, way before Tower Power. Hour. And uh, Toad was the first one from that group to come on the show. Um, and then Mustard, who's done? a homie too. I love Mustard. I need to find him and hang out with him more. Uh, Bubblegum Gun, thanks for the $2 super chat. He said, this is much bigger than you think. Have me on. Hit me up on Twitter or something, man. We'll talk about it. Um, I, definitely, I definitely know that you and Cole have kissed before because you did it on fucking a live stream like a bunch of gays. That's, I, I still have that video, yeah. I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. Yeah, dude. He watches it every night. He's a, listen. I'm a not bottle perverted. Of lotion I'm just Italian. And a box of Kleenex right. next to him. I'm just Italian, dude. I'm just Italian. Well, we're getting to the end of this thing, Dickie. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, no holds barred in the members only because we got a members only stream to do. If you guys haven't joined the channel yet, please do. You can check us out live in the members only stream on the Patreon or subscribe star now. Um, instead of just getting that uploaded the next day, you actually get that live over those two places now. Um, and either one of those places is the is the dot com and then forward slash break the cycle JS. Or you can join the page, uh, the the YouTube channel right here under all of my videos by hitting the join link and you can see the members only streams live. Uh, we're definitely going to go. We're going to go hard in the paint and the members only. I'm sure we're going to we're going to try and get uh, we're going to try and get uh, Ryan fired from his job tonight. Luckily, none of you fuckers know where I work. <laughs> my whole life. No. I can never run for office after tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, SDG, thanks for the $10 super chat, man. I appreciate it. He said, add this to the van fund. Dickie is the homie. Shout out. TPH. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. Uh, well, Dickie, dude, uh, before we take off, where can, where can people find you, support you, listen to you? All that good stuff, man. Um, yeah, my Twitter uh, on, the, on the screen here, pine underscore underscore barons. Um, shout out to Tower Gang Podcast. I do a lot of stuff for them. Um, I've, I'm... I have a few things in the works right now from their uh, September tournament. If you don't know what that is, please don't check it out because you're just going to rot your brain cells. They're doing some horrible things. You should totally check them out in the future. Um, but uh, yeah, I make you know clip videos from here and there, um, special projects. I know Josh has had me do some before. Um, so yeah, basically just a shit poster. The best. That's all poster. I got. The best shit poster, buddy. One of I my know. favorites. You know I love you to death. Uh, one day I'm gonna give you that that full wrestling match again, coming. Oh geez, I don't. Yeah, let me get let me have some alcohol beforehand so I don't feel the pain. I really appreciate you not cracking my head in, into the concrete. I was be, I was being really nice, buddy. We were just doing a little we were Listen, doing a little pummeling. I you know for, just fucking for, around. For people who don't know, I wrestled for 14 years. I mean, it was my that was my sport of choice and been a state championship several times. And I just I just come up to him hammered like Josh, let's go. He's I was like, like no, all right, buddy. No. He's like no. And then, and then we both we both got uh, in a stance and just kind of pummeled and then and then. Uh, He's like, oh, dude, I was just trying to get a cigarette from you. <laughs> I was. <laughs> it was fun. I just though, needed dude. a smoke. I kept reaching. He just keeps grabbing my wrist. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all about the wrist control, dude. That's wrist, wrist right. and head control. That's what wrestling is. Uh, 90% of wrestling is, is wrist and head control. If you don't, if you don't know wrestling, it's, uh, it's a good sport, man. It's, it's a little gay, but it's fun. Uh, a little. little gay. Ryan, you got anything? I follow me on Twitter at BulldogGamer28. Um, Something else I'm gonna, but I completely forgot. 
What's yeah. the score to the game? Are you watching the game right now? No, I'm not. Oh shit! Nobody, nobody gives a f- nobody in the world right now gives a shit about the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears, dude. Like nobody gives a fuck. I mean, people that want an excuse <laughs> to drink. After our stream, we can call them the Redskins. Yeah, well, I call them the Redskins here. I, 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 I just said the Commanders. I, that was probably the first time I've ever said the Commanders. I refuse to call them the Commanders. It's the I, Redskins. I have a good story from my previous podcast about about that name change. Well, I'm in. I'm in. You know, I my team's in the NFC East, dude. And so I fucking hate the Redskins anyway. <laughs> Anyways, but I still refuse to to lower myself to calling them the Commanders. Yeah. You can call them the Deadskins, the Foreskins. Yeah, any name you want that revolves around the commies. Redskins. Yeah, but I fucking I hate them. Um, I'm not a fan. Uh, like I said, guys, if you want to join the uh, the Patreon or the Subscribe Star, please do so that you guys can come check us out in the live in the uh, members only live because the members only is always more fun live. Um, but the cool thing is that there's um, I want to say 140 or 150 other members only chat streams back there that you haven't seen um, that you could see if you just sign up on one of those platforms and, and support the show, man. Seriously, uh, good stuff. Tom Woods saying the F word, literally. I, I think I was the first podcast to have him say the F word out loud like that, dude. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, not not Dickie's favorite F word. Just fuck. You can also see Brandy Love in the after hours chat um, doing God knows what on Josh's couch. I'm just kidding. Oh, dude, she did. Uh, Brandy Love talked <laughs> about her worst injury from porn in there. And um, please, Brandy Love. She's one of the most famous p- MILF porn stars in the world. I had her on my show. Josh's oh. childhood. <laughs> she was she was, uh, she was thrown out of a TPUSA event. She's a hardcore conservative and was like a MAGA Trump fan. Oh, and she went to a TPUSA event. Uh, uh, yeah, Turning Point USA event, and they threw her out. Oh wow! Yeah, and so she came on the show and talked about that. And then they we, shouldn't know who she is, right? If they're good conservatives, right. good conservative they're good Christians. Christians. How did you know who Brandy Love? Well, everyone knows who Brandy Love is, dude. She's very. Famous. <laughs> I didn't. She's very famous, dude. It's it's hard to not know. Who they she know is. who she is because they simp for Israel and they own that industry too. I should have waited for the after hours to say that's that. Gotta go, that's got to go in the after hours, dude. <laughs> Fucking racist, dude. You're getting a whole write up on Hate Watch tomorrow. Um, I know. No, I, I, you know, I, I have my issue. I have my issues with the Israeli lobby and, and Zionists and stuff, but I, you know, I, I don't have any problems with the Jewish faith and religion, man. I mean, that's, you know, uh, my dad's side of the family is, is that, and, uh, I'm trending Orthodox these days. I am definitely going pretty hardcore to the, uh, I see you growing that big beard. I've had this beard for a while, but I am kind of letting it grow out now. Um, but I, I, uh, I'm definitely trending towards the Orthodoxy. I think the modern church is cucked. Um, and I don't want to be a part of the modern church anymore. I think when you start, um, when you start, uh, destroying your own traditions and, uh, and destroying your own faith, uh, and, and the word of God, uh, because of the woke mob, um, I don't want to be a part of you anymore. I don't want to be a part of a church that, uh, is going to stay true to their foundation and stay true to their beliefs and their, their, uh, traditions. And I think that for me, the only one really doing that anymore is the orthodoxy. It certainly is not the Catholic church at this point. I don't think so. And there, there's, I can point you to multiple churches and that are more modern and well grounded. Oh, I'm just going to the Orthodox Church yeah. now, dude. That's why that's how I'm rolling. No, we we do go, uh, we do go to uh, the Mission Church now, which has been pretty well uh, for us. They do a lot of good stuff for the kids, so we like that. Okay. Um, but I'm definitely trending to Orthodoxy, and I think that's where I'm, I'm headed. But uh, anyways, uh, before we take off, like I said, join the Patreon, subscribe, star, share the show, uh, share the audio if you hear this. Let your friends know about the show. We're trying to grow the platform and make it 
uh, we're trying to be as entertaining as possible for you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're, we're trying to grift you to become stay at home dads. Yeah. I want to grift the ad revenue to become, to becoming a stay at home dad for sure. But, uh, go check out our sponsor. Of course we have toplops.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on break cycle, where you can get all kinds of great hand-drawn, amazing Liberty art stuffs, uh, shirts, hats, backpacks, um, yeah. underwear. He, he has, uh, some new merch of, because he can't use Raytheon anymore, yeah, so, so he he decided to be more inclusive yeah. and uh, make it Gaytheon. Yeah, if you're not aware, he uh, he got a cease and desist letter from Raytheon for a shirt that he put out. Um, if you didn't get that shirt, I'm sorry, but uh, fuck Raytheon anyways. So, um, but definitely go check him out. You can get 10% off by using BTC at checkout, or you can do all the join all the platforms I was talking about before uh, and get into a private Discord server where he drops his new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at a 30% discount. Really great stuff. You're saving money there. I I, I promise it's worth it. And of course, executive producer of the show, anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business home or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Uh, they help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. They serve clients all over the country, but right now in New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Illinois, Ohio, Indiana, and their client list is growing. Their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. And I can tell you guys uh, from firsthand knowledge of Amy Lepore, who's the owner and a good friend of mine, um, just being around them. Uh, has made me a better person, man. I mean, really. And, and, they, and they've and they helped guide me on the show and, and other things and other things in my life. And man, they're they're just amazing, like really amazing people. So go check them out and see what they can do for you uh, to help you out. Um, and oh, and by the way, before we get too uh, far into these sponsors, we do have one more executive producer to, to go before we end the show. Uh, we have a show coming up on Monday, a makeup show with Jeremy Coffin. Yeah. He'll be on the show and that's going to be fucking a blast. I'm very excited mm -hmm. to talk about uh, making war more gay and uh, becoming fixing, lizard people, becoming lizard people, fixing climate change, mm -hmm. uh, abortion, good or bad. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we won't bring up the age of consent topic this time, though. We did last time he was on the show and the members only. It was fun. He's actually he had really good arguments for stuff. So um, he's very smart. And of course, executive producer of the show, Colwell Creative Content. Uh, check them out today. They specialize in things like SEO to help your site rank well on Google or other search engines. Website design, optimized website content writing, optimized blog posts, copywriting, social media content management, newsletter writing and design, ghostwriting and editing services, resume and cover letter writing. They work with all kinds of clients, including in the real estate market, uh, addiction treatment, mental health, healthcare, banking and pro payment processing, not the Federal Reserve. Uh, and they've worked with just about every industry, even libertarian political candidates and influencers, such as my good friend and mentor, Larry Sharp. If they're good enough for Larry Sharp, I promise you they're good enough for you. The man is amazing. Um, they've been in business since 2012, and they've worked with hundreds of clients all over the country uh, working with me. And uh, I promise you, you're going to be satisfied. They're going to help you get in front of your target audience. That's what you want, and that's what they're going to do. Check them out. Uh, guys, we got a show on Monday with my good friend now. I can say that because I've hung out with Jeremy so many times now. Um, and he's just such a good, cool, down-to-earth guy. I fucking love him to death. He's like, he's, like a, he's like an extreme Frisbee hippie, dude. Legitimately. <laughs> and these people like make him out to be this giant fucking like neo-Nazi monster. And I'm like, the dude plays fucking Frisbee golf, dude. Literally. I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, we'll see you on Monday for the show with Jeremy Kaufman but until then don't forget to break the cycle do the legal reason
questions I just have to explain. The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse and the frame, but I just landed in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do. So any violence you commit, I am not an excuse because I just landed in Minecraft. A trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You're nothing, I mean, you know it No product finish, cause you're close to COVID Holy shit, I 